0: Abide with me. Abide with me. Don't let me fall. And don't let go. Walk with me.
1: This is the Influencers Network podcast. I'm your host, Brian Craig. I'm the Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries here in Bentonville, Arkansas. And I'm back with our founder, Rocky Fleming. Welcome, Rocky. Thank you, Brian. Hey, everybody. Yeah, and we, uh, we, uh, have been sharing, we shared the last few weeks, we've just been sharing stuff from the road as we were up in Wichita, Kansas, and now we're back at the global office, but, uh. I was in Tulsa last week, uh, Rocky, and I was just going to tell you that I had uh, a couple different people tell me uh, thanking me for the podcast. Oh, really? And I and I had people in Wichita as well, and I I think we have people that actually listen to these things, which is (laughs) good. But I I, we hope they're helping people. And
2: uh, well, I think that was a really uh, good thing to do actually, because it lets the you know listener of these podcasts in on the other people that are part of this ministry and. And hearing them in the background and, and just that whole dynamic that we were doing a podcast to the people across the country, but also speaking to these people that had come to hear our thoughts on certain things you're talking about when we did it live in mm-hmm. Wichita yeah. yeah that that was actually it turned
1: out pretty good I actually. think we need to
2: do it again yeah
1: yeah that was fun and hearing the the roar of the crowd uh, out there absolutely I mean, it, it,
2: that was neat so yeah I think we should do it but well, they can see you know the humble <laughs> the humble way we do this uh-huh. and, and thank goodness for good electronics <laughs> <laughs> our little microphone held up it was uh-huh. good so yeah
1: um well we uh you know, again, we, we always say this, we don't ever for sure know what we're going to talk about. We're always trying to share testimonies. We're trying to share uh, highlights of things going on in the ministry. And yeah. then a lot of times we like to share God's word and just talk about God's word. Because every yeah. day you and I are journaling and and not that we have all the answers, but but sometimes as you and I banter back and forth, maybe it'll get someone else digging in their word and to do their own journaling and yeah. their own thoughts about it. So so we have a verse today that uh, was telling Rocky that this really spoke to me the other day. And this is uh, Luke 9, 23, and it's Jesus. It says, He said to all, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. Whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. And, I, and Rocky, when I read that... You know, and I've read that verse so many times and, and we've heard about taking up our cross and and all that. And I for some reason I think when I read it the other day, it just I had a real visual of that, like just literally if I had a cross, yeah, the way you know, a big that big Roman cross. Yeah. And I and I've seen guys kind of carry a cross yeah. and do different They have wheel on the bottom though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean I'm just thinking of the weight of how much mm. how heavy that would be and, and the thought of putting that on my shoulders every day, you know, and, and trying to understand why, why would Jesus say that? You know? Yeah, yeah. And I, I, mean, I, and, you know, and you could say it was the words he was speaking were spiritual and I'm sure they were, but they also could have, you know, I think he wants us to, to, to feel the way of the cross every day. Not, not cause he's punishing us or anything like that. And the way I didn't take it that way. I took it almost like it's a privilege mm-hmm. to share in his ministry every day. And he, you know, and he was a man of sorrows. He every day, you know, there was joy in the midst of the sorrows, yeah. but every day we got to carry that weight. And uh, and I, I think, and I want to get your thoughts, of course, but he wants us to keep looking to him. It just It's a reminder to keep how much we need him, how much we need Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, who took the cross and took our sin and all that. But anyway, what are your thoughts on that?
2: Well, there's the mission of the cross, and you have to look at the mission of the cross of Jesus. Uh, Jesus... Came to die on that cross, and that was his mission, right? And uh, when I believe when he said, Take up your cross and follow me, he was talking about their mission, mm. and it was the same mission that he had, and that is to set captives free. Uh, that cross is a key, by the way, it fits in a door and it unlocks that door to heaven. And I I do believe that that it is symbolic, uh, the cross. It was literal with him. Yes. But it was also symbolic for him because it it represented salvation for us. Mm -hmm. It's symbolic for us. Now, there have been disciples of his that were crucified. Uh, And so it was literal for them. But I think that what he was saying was beyond the literal. I think his, what he was saying was specifically applicable to our hearts mm. and our surrender to him. And that, that, that is where the other part of that comes in, where he says, deny yourself mm-hmm. and take up your cross. And that, that now, now we're getting into it, right? Mm-hmm. We're getting into it. Because Jesus denied himself mm-hmm. to be obedient to the Father, To that cross and and he was even hoping the lord take it away from him Mm -hmm. and then it was like no and he said well not my will but your will and he went to the cross Mm. and not just the cross but everything that went up to it because the scourging that he had was enough to kill him it barely almost did Mm -hmm. Um, but anyway the the next part of that though is that he went to the cross he suffered on the cross, and he said it is finished on the cross. And mm-hmm. what he was saying is, I've done it. This is this cross represents victory. Now, that's another symbolism of the cross for us is it represents victory. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that we could even go further with that, Brian, and that is when he says take up your my cross or uh, take up your cross and follow me, I think that that is a symbolism of victory because if we're willing to do that, that means we have denied ourselves and we've taken, taken a step closer to his lordship mm. because his lordship means a surrender of ourselves so that he is on the throne of our life. You know, uh, I went through the recent renovation of my office and I'm in a smaller office now mm-hmm. and that's okay. I like my little office, but it, when I was going through that, I had a lot of stuff in there and that's always happened. You know, when you get a big office, you just throw it around and, and I had a, I had a, a couple things that they were not joined together, but but because of the renovation, I joined them together. Here's what it was, when I went to Israel several years ago, I bought a little cross that was made out of olive wood. It was carved, brought it home, not expensive at all, but it's symbolic, you know. It came from Israel, olive wood from Israel, mm-hmm. and it probably made Japan or China. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. But anyway, the 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 thing that I did brought it home, and I had it in my office. Just had it laid down, flat, not stood up. Just laid down flat, almost like a paperweight. Well, that's not the way a cross is supposed to be, mm-hmm. right? It's supposed to be displayed. And so I uh, I also saw that I had one of these knights that we you know we have in our office. We sell these knights, you know, because yeah. they're used as a a gesture for people who have completed journey groups, and oftentimes journey group leaders buy nights and give it to their their participants, and it's a very special thing. and And I've got a, two or three nights in there of different styles, but I got the idea of putting that cross on that night, and all of a sudden it looks so right hmm. because that night is representative of influencer. Yeah, you have the shield of faith. You have the helmet of salvation. You have the breastplate of righteousness. You have the symbolism of being God's champion, mm. and along with that, He's carrying His cross. Mm. And I got to thinking, man, I think we ought to do that uh, where it's all together, because I think that I think that is what we do. We're equipped for the battlefield, but we we take with us the cross. Mm because it symbolizes our victory mm. and our mission. Wow. That's good.
1: Well, I was kind of thinking as you were talking about um, another way to maybe think about it would be, I mean, because the cross was heavy. It's like a weight, yeah. you know, you know, the word burden comes to my mind, but also the word calling. It's like a calling. It's a calling to carry the burden. And every day, it doesn't mean we we're walking around like Eeyore, like what was me this tough life? I'm gonna whip my back. No, yeah. no. But it's more like we just feel the weight, but we're, but it, it reminds us of our calling. It reminds us that we're called to a higher calling. Mm-hmm. And I think he talks about deny, and it's it's a life of denying yourself, not doing what you want every day. Jesus, what do you want me to do every day? How do you need want to use me today? I'm here yeah. for you. I'm, I'm constrained to this call, mm-hmm. you know, this cross, you know. Yeah. Is that Is that the same thing, or is it yeah. a little different? I mean,
2: you know when you talk about that, I think about years ago, uh, I don't know if you know Elizabeth Elliot. A lot of people don't know her, but she was an amazing woman, the wife of Jim Elliot. Uh, they were in uh, in, the Ecuador, in Ecuador when the the men were martyred mm-hmm. and uh, and she and my wife became friends and uh, through the years. And it was women's conferences, that type thing, and they stayed in touch. And and Sally had a little uh, counseling session with Elizabeth one day, and this was when our kids were were very young. And you know how young mothers with young kids are oftentimes just real, real burdened down. Mm-hmm. With a lot of stuff, not only diapers, but you know, how what's this world gonna be like for my children? Mm-hmm. You know, that's what happens. We we get burdened down. And um, So she was asking Elizabeth one day, she says, I feel so very burdened. And she says, well, let me ask you about that burden. Is it a burden that you can carry or or are you breaking under that burden? Mm. She says, well, no, I I feel I can carry it. It's just very difficult. He said, well, that's the kind of burden God lets you have Mm. because it helps you to grow the actual burden of the cross helps you to grow, grow stronger uh, in many ways, be able to carry more burdens. And I think if it's the same way with us in carrying our cross, I do think that we feel the weight of the cross. And what does that mean? Well, the weight of self-denial, there's so many things that we do for our pleasure and our pleasure oftentimes is a distraction from the way this world is. And, and the things that I have to deal with. And I used to hate my job. And to me, in a lot of ways, I didn't want to do my job. But I didn't know at the time that the job and the career that God had put me in was developing me for this one. Right, right. You see? Yeah. So that cross that I was dragging back there was developing me to do the thing I'm doing. It made me strong. It made me have the ability to do it. Mm. It made me understand the insight, the wisdom that came through the struggle. And our cross that we carry is not going to be easy, but it's always going to be strategic. Because mm. God is growing this closer to him. Mm.
1: I'm I'm picturing also a scene from I think this was in The Passion of the Christ when it, you know, they Mel Gibson did a great job of trying to portray what it might have been like oh, when yeah. Jesus was on his walk, carrying that cross. Yeah. I mean, it was brutal to mm-hmm. watch. Yeah. Uh, but there's the scene that we read in scripture about Simon from Cyrene, who was there, and, and they grabbed him and said, you help him yeah. carry it, you know? And, and the way they depicted it in the movie was, you know, he tried. they, they end up falling down, you know? But it, there's a scene, I think, when the two of them are carrying it together, like they're, he, they're lifting it together, Jesus mm-hmm. and Simon. And, and I don't know why, but I picture like when Jesus says, come come to me and take my yoke, you know, come and, and mine is easier than light. It's like Jesus in the yoke with us could look like two people on the cross, two sides of the cross oh, yeah. right. carrying it together, you know, and, yeah. and it's lighter, you know, if, if Jesus is there carrying it with us. So maybe we can think of it like we got to carry it every day, but he's, help, he's carrying the other side, you know, and,
2: and he's a lot stronger than we are. <laughs> well, you know, Brian, I think that actually God gave us creativity and imagination right right, to help us embrace certain things like logic you know we take imagination and we take logic uh, and we take physics and we create rocket ships you know because god has created that in us to be imaginative but i think he also has given us the same thing in our spiritual life Mm -hmm. to to be able to to see something in our mind's eye that goes to our heart it helps us embrace an understanding of what he's saying just like what you're saying there yeah yeah and just like the yoke the imagination that we have there the like the the vine and the branch you know yeah. mm-hmm. the fruit I mean all the things that he gave us stirs our imagination to see it in our mind's eye takes it to our heart and then then the creative creativity, Helps us to apply it to our life. Right. And we construct a life like right? we would construct a rocket ship mm-hmm. based on logic and physics and, and, and creativity. We construct life based on the things that He shows us. Taking up our cross is a way that we are following Him, we're obedient to Him. But we cannot take up that cross that He gives us unless we deny ourselves.
0: Right,
2: right. Because if we don't, the weight of carrying ourselves in that cross, we will break. Yeah, yeah. If we got to deny ourselves and let Him carry us, as we carry that cross. Yeah.
1: Well, and, and again, that second verse right after that, He says, He says, "Whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but but whoever loses his life or denies his life will save it." And, you know, know. And, you know, and I think that's, it's the life He wants for us. It, it's a better life. We just, you know. The world's saying, oh no, self preservation, save up as much money as you can, the rich, you know, succeed and the others fail, you know, all these things. That's all the world system. Yeah. Well,
2: Jesus is just, it's counter to all of Well, it is. And again, that's, this is, I think Christianity's counter yeah. to most of civilization and culture, the cultures that we're in, always been. But it also leads us to a better place as a culture. It's always done that. I mean, whenever Christian values and laws, things that are derived from, from the commandments, things that are derived from the way we treat people, when laws and a society is built on that, the society is good. Mm-hmm. But when it's taken away, well, look what's happening. Right? Yeah, that's right.
1: Well, we're, we're kind of heading into the, the fall and a lot of journey groups are starting right now, you know, so there's a lot of people out there who have no clue what this is all about, you know, and uh, and don't you think the journey is helps people understand these kind of things? It yeah. helps them understand what is this life of walking with Jesus every day? What does it look like? Yeah,
2: yeah. it sneaks up on. Yeah, it does. It's It's designed to sneak up on. It really is. I mean, everything is is designed to be inviting and to meet you where you are and not expect you to be a theologian to come into it. Uh, but if you are, you'll find something you didn't know because you're a theologian, right? Mm-hmm. And then, it, I mean, it, it, we've seen it meet everybody where they are. And it moves us in the right direction, and that direction will move us to the cross. Mm-hmm. It moves us to the lordship. It moves us to the abiding. It moves us to... The abandonment of the orphan spirit, it moves us to the embracing who we are and our new identity. It, em- it moves us to becoming a disciple mm-hmm. and it moves us to becoming a laborer
0: mm-hmm.
2: and a laborer reproduces. All of this will, it's the direction God has given us to grow and be the man and woman he wants us to be. It's from the Bible. Mm-hmm. It's not made up. What we're doing is from the Bible. We're just helping people enter it in a way that they can understand it through the stories and the allegories and analogies and the discussions that we have and the self-feeding that we have and the prayer that we have is transformative. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it sneaks up on Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I, I love it. I've got, I've got a group starting this week. And uh it's just like a blank slate. You know, we don't know mm-hmm. what, we don't know what, I don't exactly know where the guys are coming in, why they're coming in, what, and I have some who are just, you know, I got one guy who's a, got a doctorate in theology, and then I got other guys that are just young guys that are new in their faith. You know, it's going to be interesting to see what God's going to do this season, but I love it. I love to be an eyewitness, have a front row seat to watch what's going to yeah. happen here.
2: Well, yeah, you know, I told you this before, that the people haven't heard this, but. This uh, last Sunday, I baptized a man that i would known since he was 18 years old. He's 52 now. And I baptized him and his wife and his two children. Mm. And it was the most beautiful thing you've ever seen individually. And then being, being in that pool collectively and seeing them embracing each other, having been baptized at the same time, embracing each other. And I was brought into that embrace with great love. And the words that came out of me were, this is the kind of family that Christ wants to create.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: They were there together with him. And I can't wait to see how that those lives are going to be built.
1: Yeah. And that's an example of you carrying your cross, or you wouldn't have had time for those That guy, yeah, Yeah, you took time. I'm thinking about also. uh, I was talking to somebody about guiding a journey group, and 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 I've had these conversations many times, and I can tell there's a guy, guys or girls will be feeling a calling to it, but they start thinking about, oh, it's going to be hard work. It's going to be require a lot of my time. It's going, I'm going to be, I know I'm going to be burdened for these people for nine months, and I think. They're feeling the weight of the cross in advance, and then they some shy away from it. Some are like, "Well, I don't know, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Hmm. I don't want to feel that burden." But for the ones who do it and carry their cross and go into give their life away, deny themselves, and go help others, they're so glad they they find their life. They find their life. They and they're so blessed. I mean, and my friend Paul Holzmer, we've always said, "Whatever you get as a participant." It's like
0: mm-hmm.
1: on steroids mm-hmm. as a guy, you know, right. That's because right. you're blessed because you're serving, you know, oh, at the yeah. same time. And and I just think it's it's kind of accounting the the cost to go into it, but it's so worth it, it's oh, so yeah. worth it. And we are just praying more and more people will step up and and embrace it and not be afraid of it.
2: Well, Brian, you know, I think that sometimes I think if this would be misunderstood, that it's an honor to carry the cross because we are always. The flesh in us wants to be honored, right? Right. And so, if we're identified with the cross and we're kind of exalted, we're honored. Yeah. I don't, but I'm not saying it that way because that's pride. Right. There's no pride in carrying the cross. It's a burden if it's right. Mm-hmm. And that burden, that one of the things that's going to be nailed to that cross is our pride. Mm-hmm. But it is an honor. It's an extreme honor. Here's what Peter said. It's it is said that when he was being crucified, he asked to be crucified upside down because he didn't feel that he was worthy to hang in the same manner mm. that Jesus did. You think he thought it was an honor to be crucified? Mm. I think so. Mm. I think he did. I think he said it was an honor. And I think that when we carry a cross, it's an honor to represent him to to be able to allow him to let us carry a a burden that he's assigned to us that might help another person or lift another person or speak to another person or do anything just because we do it for him. It's an honor. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's one of the things that we might be, it's missing here. People think it's painful. They think of self-denial as being a bad thing. It's not. Mm It's a good thing. You know, you can have a 300-pound guy that needs to be 150 or 200 pounds at least, Mm -hmm. and he's going to have to go into self-denial to lose that weight. Mm. But I can guarantee when he loses that weight, he's going to be very, very glad he did Mm -hmm. because he's going to be lighter. He's going to be healthier. He's going to be very happy about himself. And I think that when we lose the weight of ourselves in self-denial, Mm. we gain the power of Christ that lifts us up, lifts us, lifts us up. Yeah. It's, there's a dynamic there, a spiritual dynamic. Mm -hmm. Well, and I mean, it should be said that the cross was for
1: criminals. It was for those who were scorned in society, the rabble, you know, it, it definitely was a, it was meant to be a humiliation on top of a torture deterrent and and a torture. Yeah. And a deterrent for criminals and all that. Yeah. But I mean, it was for him, for the Lord to identify himself with that, you know, and just talk about denying yourself, you know, to be persecuted, to be, they're shouting insults at him, all that kind of stuff. For us to take that on, to be willing to, that's denying yourself, not worrying about what people think about you, not, you know, just trying to be there for him.
2: He came into this world in the most humble of circumstances, born in a stable, and he left this world in the humblest of circumstances. That's right. Uh, from a physical standpoint. Then he resurrected, and then he had his, he, he had his honor back at that point because mm. we saw him, they saw him, they held him for 40 days, they were with him. Before he ascended to the Father. But the beauty of that whole story of Jesus, from the birth to the cross, to the resurrection, to the ascension. Man, that makes me want to get out there and tell people about him.
1: That's right. That's right. And then he sent his spirit, the helper,
2: yeah, the comforter. Well, we get that right now. Right. That's right. And
1: and and he's helping us carry our cross, I think, every day. I mean, yeah. he t- he said this to him before he went to the cross. And then, you know, later he sent the Holy Spirit to help help yeah. help us. Yeah.
2: I think he helps us carry our cross every day. If we're letting. Well, I, I I think that we're zooming in on it. And that is it is going to be a burden, especially if we have not denied ourselves. When we begin to not deny ourselves, there's less burden. Mm -hmm. but there's always going to be some kind of burden. There's going to be a tension and live in this world. There's always going to be a choice. It's always going to be an act of obedience. Uh, It's always going to be to deny my instincts because there's some people that I don't want to love, Brian, Mm. but that doesn't matter. He says love them, Mm. and that's a form of self-denial. That's a form of taking up my cross. There's some people I don't want to be around. I can't stand to be around them. But Jesus looks me in the face says, "So what? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to like them. Yeah, to love them the way I love them. So you know, if we just it's a, a matter of just transitioning from the the instincts that we have in this life and and the cultures that we live in that drive us to be the way we are. It is to take on a new identity and uh, a new marching orders and follow a new king, mm. and that's what taking up the cross and carrying it means.
1: You know, I think this might relate, but you were, you and I were talking about somebody that um, who who was been living in some sin, and uh, you said, "Well, do you think they're a Christian?" And I said, "Yeah, pretty sure they're Christian." You said, "Well, that's why they're miserable. Mm. You know, you'd have to worry if they didn't. If they weren't a Christian, they'd be." They wouldn't even feel anything. They wouldn't be feeling any remorse. They're feeling like they're just fine. But because they're a Christian, they're feeling that anguish, that tension you're talking about. I mean, I think that's related to
2: Yeah, the spirit fights for us, for his family. You know, again, uh, the the danger there is if it gets to the point we don't feel him, he's likely not there. Yeah. If he's not there, then then we're not saved. John said that first John. But, um, you know, it's a... There's more to the grace of God than we can imagine, but there's also more to the the way we set ourselves aside and live a life of holiness. Uh, Holiness means to be set aside for God's exclusive use. Mm -hmm. And he's calling us to be holy. Now we don't start out holy. That's that's what discipleship's all about. We are made holy by his grace. But I'm talking about the the character of holiness. I'm talking about the uh, making good choices uh, as holiness from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. But the grace of God makes us holy. Mm-hmm. We're not worthy of it, but He makes us holy. But from that point on, we began to try to live a life of being right. holy.
1: Mm-hmm. And and I think this carrying the cross is part of abiding. It's part of yeah. you know, and it start we start looking. As we said, if you abide in me, he says you'll bear fruit. You know, mm-hmm. we start looking more like him. Yeah, we're, we're doing what he did and we start looking more like him. And and then that's that's a blessing because that, that's when you give your life away to help others.
2: So Well, you see there, and then, then this is where we go back to the mission of the cross. Uh, the mission of the cross, um, in his case, was to carry out the mission that Father God has given to Jesus. And that was to live, to die on that cross, to save mankind. And now we have a, a, a point of view that we look at as the mission of the cross in our life. As we look at Jesus and we carry out that which he commands us to do. And so as long as we see the cross as a mission, then we can see it as the fact that we're doing a good thing. Mm-hmm. It's a right thing. And it's purposeful. Yeah, that's right. We, we lay our lives down to...
1: Go make disciples. Yeah. Go help other people find it. So, yeah, that's good. All right, Rocky. Well, thank you. And I uh, encourage all you all to get your journals out and, and go to Luke 9, 23, 24 and see what you come up with. But uh, do the star method if if, if you want to. So, uh, well, this has been the Influencers Network podcast. And I uh, encourage you to go and uh, check our website out uh, for all the latest news. We, we try to keep it updated so that you can there's blogs and there's other podcasts we've done, but there's also announcements about the movie and other things that are going on. You've heard about, but, uh, so check all that out and, uh, and also share these podcasts with your friends. You, you can check these podcasts out anywhere that there's they stream podcasts, Google, Apple, Spotify, they're all out there. So, uh, they're easy to share with your friends from that kind of stuff. So, um, and also the Version Bible app too. We've got, uh, believe it or not, we've had over a million uh, people read one of our devotionals on the Version Bible app. So uh, you might check us out. Just go to go to that and, and plug in Influencers Global Ministries and you'll find those as well. So anyway, again, you've been listening to the Influencers Network podcast. My name is Brian Craig. I'm Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries. I'm going to keep encouraging you to abide in Christ and go make disciples. God bless you.